of It's Just My Thoughts, and I'm your host, Mika Reed. So what's up, y'all? Uh, let's see. What have I been up to? So I was really excited this week because we had the meet and greet for It's Just My Thoughts book club, and we had probably about 12 people that showed up to join the book club. So I'm really excited about that. Thank y'all so much. Um, you still have time. The first meeting is not till September 19th, and we're reading Greenwich Park. I'll put that in the show notes as well, but all you have to do is just email me or DM me um, on my email is igmtpodcast at gmail.com. The Instagram is, uh, it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. So just send me a DM with your email. Let me know if you want to join and um, I will contact you and let you know how to be a part of the club. Uh, Let's see. I also went to see Kendrick Lamar this week. Let me tell y'all. I don't know if he's already, if, if you're a Kendrick fan and he hasn't been to your city yet, but he's coming, you need to get tickets to go. When I, I, the Kendrick was everything. It, it was the absolute shit. Um, it was like song at the song, at the song, at the song, at the song. He really honestly, rarely even took a water break. I mean, he was on it and I've seen him before. Um, I saw him, I think, well, I guess it's probably like, what, five years ago at this point. I saw him uh, when TDE had a summer festival. And so it was everybody like SZA, Kendrick, Schoolboy Q, everybody from the label. And I saw him then, and he was fantastic then. But I guess because I love Mr. Morales, um, his new album. So he did about six, seven songs off the new album. Then he did uh all of his hits off damn album he did all right from pimple butterfly uh he did uh some of his older songs like on his first cd uh what is it good kid mad city um and so it was it was great it was great and if you're a kendrick fan you would absolutely love it you know what else has been on my mind this week um do y'all understand the monkey pox thing like I think this is like the weirdest shit in the world. So they declared a, now I should look this up. So I think they declared a state of emergency. I know in New York, but I don't know if this is like a, a whole entire United State thing, or is it just in that state or certain states are declaring? I'm not really sure. What I didn't like about, um, when they, the way they talk about monkeypox, they talk about it like as if it's an STD, but it's not. And it's highly contagious and it's kind of reminiscent to like a, a, a higher level or a more extreme level of chicken pox. So I think anybody can catch it just from like, you know, skin to skin contact in general. So we definitely should be like washing our hands and shit like that. Um, I mean, it's sad that we got to say these things, but I literally watch people all the time in the bathroom, never wash their hands. Um, and so the thing I think is weird is that they have been saying that it's from like, uh, male on male sex and we're like, that's a large majority of like, where it's, uh, I guess, um, what I'm trying to say, uh, spreading the most or whatever. But I think that's problematic because it's not like a gay disease and I'm not really sure why it even would be said that way. And even with like skin to skin, I mean, everybody has sex. So I feel like even if you were in a heterosexual relationship, like you would still have sex and you can still 
you can still share with each other from like the skin on skin contact. It's my understanding with it. Um, I've been trying to read and kind of educate myself on it, but to be honest with you, like I kind of have been in the house in general with, you know, COVID like with the, the COVID outbreak. So I'm still dipping my toe out in the world and I don't really be around large groups. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm still just kind of like weird with that. So I just stay out the fray, you know, at the concert, we got tickets where we weren't like going to have to be directly like right there in a group of people, you know, so we didn't go like on the floor or anything. And, you know, I don't know. We just got to be safe, man. And just, and just, um, you know, be smart and, you know, think and, um, but I, but I do think it's problematic that, you know, it almost reminded me of like the HIV AIDS epidemic, like where they tried to say like it was a black disease or, you know, they tried to say it was like a gay disease when like straight people were getting HIV AIDS as well. And so I think it's problematic when you say that, because then when you like, kind of like marginalize a, a group of people, then other people feel like, oh, well, I'm okay. Cause I'm not gay but you can still get it. Cause anybody can get monkeypox. So to me, it's kind of problematic. I've been trying to figure out like, wow, wow. Is that even being said? I really don't get it. I mean, so, you know, if you know more than I do, cause clearly I'm somewhat ignorant on, on the whole thing, um, hit me up so we can talk about it, but, um, just be safe out here, man. Like, you know, if you're around crowd stuff like that, like I literally have popped my mask back on. I was careless with like, you know, taking it off and, not really worrying about it too much, but now if I'm in a group of people, like I have my mask on in the grocery store, I still throw my mask on, you know, I don't, I don't care. It's part of my new norm. It's been our norm for forever. It doesn't really bother me. You know, if I'm outside, I won't have a mask on, but if I'm around a bunch of people, I, I will because COVID's still out here. We got monkeypox out here now. So just take care of yourselves. Be safe. All right. So let's just roll into the mantra of the day. Today's mantra, I am grateful that I always have everything I need, require, and desire in alignment with my highest good. Uh, I like that one because I think that um, it's good to have gratitude. It's good to just stop and just be thankful for the things that we have. Sometimes I think that we're always chasing this, you know, oh, I got to have this, I got to have that, you know. But sometimes when you just sell in and look at what you do have, um, that's where, you know, I think you see true gratefulness and appreciation. And um, yeah, so I like that mantra. All right. So today it's going to be a all deep dive episode. I haven't had one of these in a while. So it's a lot of shit that's popped off. So I actually want to uh, just go over some stuff, the good, the bad and the ugly. So um, yeah, let's just roll into the deep dive. All right. So I want to start the deep dive episode talking about Brittany Griner. I talked about her um, a couple episodes ago. Uh, I definitely have been following this um, case. So if you don't know about the case, um, Brittany Griner is a NBA player. She was playing overseas. And when the whole thing popped off with Russia and Ukraine, all the NBA players that was overseas started evacuating the countries that they're in. So she was going to evacuate and she was... Uh, in the airport, you know, um, going through security to, to load up. Um, they found, uh, I, I'm pretty sure it was CBD vape pen, um, in her bag. T to be completely honest, the more I kind of look at this case, I think the girl forgot that shit was even in her bag. Um, 
but basically they tried to, they arrested her and said that she was, um, doing drug smuggling and, and so she's been in jail for the past, uh, six months in Russia, I think seven months now in Russia. Um, she recently was, um, in court where they did, um, this week we see that they did, um, find her guilty and they gave her nine years, which is crazy and, and extreme. Um, cause it wasn't even a large amount that she had. Uh, and obviously she wasn't trying to sell drugs in Russia. Um, so it's more so just, a, in my opinion, I think it's just a political shit. So basically, um, I think she's a political pawn. Uh, the U S has been in, in talks with trying to do like prisoner swap and things like that to get her out. Um, in my opinion, I think that they did a nine years to make the penalty more harsh to where they have more leverage to get some of the things that they want. I'm hoping that this is resolved soon. I can only imagine being, um, one in prison two in prison in another country that you don't even speak the language. Uh, she doesn't really get to communicate, um, with her family much. I mean, it has to be very fucking scary. Um, I definitely have been praying for her and her family. I just think this whole thing is a shame. I think it's horrible. Um, and I can only truly, truly imagine. So, you know, let's just keep her in our thoughts, you know, keep good energy and vibes that way. Um, hopefully, you know, this is resolved soon and, um, you know, she's able to come home. You know, that's what I hope the most. Um, another thing that came out this week that made me really happy. So in the Brianna Taylor case, um, I think I did talk about this as well, but if you don't know about that case, that was the young lady that was murdered in her, in her home while she was asleep. The cops came and did a no knock raid and, and they actually was at the wrong place and shot up the house and killing her in the process. Um, the, she was part of the social injustice movement that we saw, uh, with the protests and things like that, um, say her name. And so, you know, her case was definitely something that was, oh, I, I, at this point, like I can, I can't imagine, you know, but as a black person, like in America, um, it's always a constant fear for, you know, my kids, me, you know, anytime we leave the house or in general, um, we're just kind of like staying out the fray. Cause I don't want nobody to fuck with me and I don't want to fuck with them either. And, um, I think this whole thing is sad. So let me just read a little bit of, uh, what all transpired this week. So U S attorney general announced Thursday that the department of justice has filed charges against four former and current Louisville police officers in connection with the death of Breonna Taylor. The charges include civil rights offenses, unlawful conspiracies, and unconstitutional use of force and obstruction offenses. So let's see, it says that the federal charges announced today alleged that the members of a police investigation unit falsified the affidavit used to obtain a search warrant of Mrs. Taylor home and that this act violated federal civil rights laws and that those violations resulted in Ms. Taylor's death. Um, let's see. They also said that they violated Taylor's fourth amendment rights when they saw a warrant to search Taylor's home while knowing they lacked probable cause and that they knew their affidavit supporting the warrant contained false and misleading information and omitted other material information resulting in her death. So, um, okay, here's another one. Also, 
excuse me, among other things, the affidavit falsely claimed that the officers had verified that the target of the alleged drug trafficking operation had received packages at Ms. Taylor's address. In fact, the defendants James and Goodlett knew that was not true. All right. So this is a lot. Um, it's definitely a win that they, you know, finally, you know, made some kind of arrest in this because this case has been some bullshit the whole entire time. Um, it's scary to think that you can be asleep in your home and get murdered inside your home by police officers raiding up in your home unlawfully. Right. Um, the fact that this dragged on so long and they had to actually open, um, an investigation because if they, if they didn't even open an investigation and really dig into this shit, I think it just would have been another black person murdered and nothing was going to happen in regards to it. And, um, I really hope that justice takes place. But I really hope that this helps the family get closure because I can't, if, if, if this was Mika and this was my family in any kind of capacity or my daughter, I would never have closure in the state that it is now with everything just wide open like that. Never. So, um, yeah, I just hope that some, that, you know, justice, you know, happens in this situation and, um, it's just a damn shame, man. It really, it really truly is, uh, all of it. Um, it's just a damn shame. That's all I can really say. It really makes me sad though. Really. Um, it makes me sad sometimes, you know, just as a black person that you have to sit and even have conversations, you know, with the little ones in your family and stuff about how people probably will, you know, treat you poorly or treat you differently just by the color of your skin. And that's just shit that like, especially kids, like shouldn't have to fucking overstand, at you know young ages but the reality is like you have to damn tell them tell them stuff for their safety and it's nothing but trauma that you're actually doing to them like you know why can't they wear a hoodie outside you know but we're so we're so traumatized you know by our kid walking around like that or somebody thinking that they're a threat you know or something like that like where you just keep carrying that trauma and getting and giving it to the generation under you because so much of this shit happens you know, um, and it just makes me really sad. It really, truly does. But okay. Uh, all right. So the rest that I have, um, all right, well, let's go into this one. So the only thing that I kind of semi wanted to talk about was Wendy Williams. Like, have y'all been seeing her lately? Like is Wendy Williams. Okay. And this is a for real standpoint. Like, Okay, I know that, you know, obviously they're finishing out the show, which she's, it's the Wing Wim show, and she's not even a part of the final season, and she's not a part of anything. I think that part is crazy, in general, because as much as people don't like her, don't like what she does, don't like her brand, I mean, she built that shit from the ground up, so I think it's crazy the way, like, you know, I don't know. They try to say that it's a mental health issue, which it doesn't seem like, because it seems like she's insane mind. And I don't know if it's alcohol or drugs, which, you know, they said that that was kind of an issue somewhere up in there. The last couple of times I've seen her, um, one time she seemed normal. The other time she seemed kind of out of whack a little bit, but I don't, I don't really know, you know, what exactly is going on with her. Um, so this week I was looking at, I was looking at an article and it was talking about how, you know, um, that she's not married and apparently she was dating a cop and it was rumored that they had gone and like eloped or something. I don't know, but it's, 
it's really weird. Then before that, it was like, you know, they froze her accounts. They weren't letting her in her bank accounts and all of that. So I just hope that whatever's going on with her, that she's okay. Like, um, I actually like Wendy Williams, you know, like I feel like when I watched her interview that she did on, um, was it Lifetime where she just sat and just fucking cried the whole time. I mean, it made you feel like God girl, because I don't really know if she got friends like that. So it made me want to give her a hug. And I also feel like when you, when you, uh, dog people and like, kind of, um, like really go after these like different celebrities and stuff, the way she built her brand, I can imagine that it's probably a lonely place. Like I can imagine people probably don't want to fuck with her. Cause I wouldn't want to fuck with her, be around her. If like I do some shit in front of you and like, next thing you know, like you're going to be talking my business. That will fucking suck. Seriously. I don't know, but I hope she's okay though. Cause she looks crazy. I mean, uh, I shouldn't say crazy. She looked out of whack. Okay. So I think that's a nicer way to say it, but hopefully she's okay. So this is another case I want to talk about, uh, this Deshaun Watson case. So I talked about this on the pod earlier in the year, maybe last year about he had like 20 something civil suits against him from different, um, massage therapists. And basically he was going to get massages and things like that, but clearly in the midst, allegedly, sorry, allegedly, don't want anybody to sue me. Allegedly during these, um, you know, massages, he was doing like, like having creepy behavior, exposing himself uh, a few times. Like, you know, he would make the, some women feel like they were forced to have sex with him or perform sexual acts and things like that. So he sat out last year while, you know, they, th- this whole thing was like being investigated, all of that. So we saw a couple months ago that he signed a 200, I think it was $230 million contract with the Cleveland Browns, all guaranteed, which is bananas. Um, and basically with his civil suits, what he's done is he's pretty much paid all of these women off. Right. Um, my thing is like, everybody's like, well, he didn't get charged. Well, no, but I think when you have civil suits and you pay people off, you know, you're just paying them to not take it to court. Um, so that doesn't necessarily mean that he's innocent. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that at all. Cause I mean, if you're paying somebody, you're saying something, I mean, either you're paying them to go away or you're saying something about guilt. Cause I'm not going to fucking pay people for some shit that I didn't fucking do. And it's a lot of women. Usually when it's smoke, um, there's a fire somewhere and yeah. So, um, the thing that got me was the whole rumbling was, will he be suspended? Will he be suspended? You know, what's going to happen? Um, cause I mean, he got this big ass deal. I thought it was crazy that he got that much money. Um, but honestly, I also feel like that people don't really give a fuck about women. So I feel like, you know, um, especially with the NFL, we see that shit is really tricky. So it's like, you know, you can beat a woman, you can do this, you can do that and you can still play, you know, it's really weird how that shit is like, and, um, you know, you got people that have been accused of rape and everything else. And like, they, they still play. Um, and so basically for the, since he never quote unquote was charged with anything, um, even though he has all the civil suits that he has paid off, he has paid them off. Um, they gave him for, I think for personal conduct, um, violating the personal conduct, conduct policy, they suspended him six games, which is nothing six games. And then he's back. 
So of course, everybody is like, what the fuck? Like, you know, you have people that was suspended more for like smoking weed, you know? And I mean, and this is the thing that struck out in my mind to me. He actually has like a clause um, that says that he can only get massages and stuff on the Browns facility, I guess, like with supervision. Here's the thing. I feel like, I personally feel like, and this is my opinion, and I, and you know, you know, this is all alleged. He, he's saying he, he never did anything. You know, I have to say that. But my thing is this, like if somebody is saying, you know, or putting in place that you can only get massages from the team facility, I, I definitely think that there's a glaring thing being said there that they think is a chance that you might be a creeper. That's personally what I think, because why is that even a requirement, right? I also feel like just from a morality standpoint, I understand that these teams would do whatever they, they would do whatever to win. They'll do whatever to win championships, you know, sell their fucking souls for it. But I, I feel like for me, it, in, if I was like the one, you know, making these decisions, it would be, it would be very hard for me to just be like, kind of turn a blind eye to that because just because these women were paid off or whatever, it doesn't mean that he hasn't traumatized them in some kind of way, you know? Like some of them, and what about the ones that didn't come forward? So it, to me, it's, it's a bigger thing than, than just like, oh, well he gave them some money. Okay. So, and, and then what about everything else? So, um, now they're opening an investigation where, um, the NFL is basically like, so they're going to do another, take another look at this. And I guess like about the six, about the six games and I guess see if that's like proper, should he get any more punishment, things like that. But I don't know. I mean, you see people that like have mental health issues, um, that's talked about their anxiety and things like that. And like, you know, try to smoke weed and stuff. Um, can't think of his name off the top of my head. Oh, Josh Gordon. He spoke a lot about his mental health issues and he's been, uh, he's an outstanding athlete, been suspended in and out his whole entire career because, you know, um, he smokes weed, you know? And I feel like that, you know, if, if that was what was helping him get, and now you see more of like CBD being in the mix and things like that. But before you would have been suspended for this stuff. And so you saw him go in and out of being suspended and things like that. But yet over, over weed, right. But yet you have this man that has all these allegations against him. He's only suspended six games and got a $230 million contract. Kind of crazy. If you really think about it. So I don't know what's going to happen to him. I don't know, but hmm, I don't know. That's all I can say when I go online and look on Twitter and I just, I always like to look at the comments to see what people think. And a lot of people are just like that. They don't care. They just, they just want to fucking win. And I think that's kind of sad. Cause I'm like, but you probably would care more if, if the, per, if one of the persons involved was somebody in your family or your daughter or, you know, your sister or somebody like that. That's the only time that I feel like that people actually care about other people when it, when it's like directly affecting them. But if it doesn't directly affect them, people really don't care about like other people. And that's what I find to be just fucked up. You know, it's like how people just don't really have regard for other people. And that really is the reality of life right now, especially this younger generation. And as more of them come up, people really don't have regard for other people. Um, so we really shouldn't be surprised, right? 
So Iman Shumpert was arrested this week. Now this is another one that honestly, this one was just stupid. I'm not really sure what was the thought process here, but he was in a Dallas airport. He was trying to bring over six ounces of marijuana on the plane. He also had a gun magazine of like 14 bullets, but no gun. Thank God. Um, I wonder why did he feel like that he could bring weed on a plane? I think, obviously, I think he was trying to bring it on a plane because he probably have done this before where he probably have done this and probably felt it was okay, but I don't know. And he was actually charged with felony uh, marijuana possession. So I don't know what that what that looks like but um I'm like the scariest person in the world and so even when I went to Denver um like everybody was like bringing back their gummies and all that shit and I was like I I don't know I'm just scary when it comes to stuff like that and I feel like it would be me that would be uh caught or in trouble with something um you know at an airport so yeah it's just I don't know I don't know, but I hate that for him because I really like Iman. Um, and I think it was just bad judgment, but I'm, when I saw this, I felt like he's probably done this before, which is probably why he felt like it was okay. Cause he's probably gotten away with it and he's probably traveled with weed probably a bunch of times. That's what I think, honestly. All right. So, oh, let's talk about this. So last week I talked about Neo and his wife coming out with a statement. So earlier this year, Neo and his wife, they just renewed their vows. Um, you know, I've watched a few interviews where he's been like, you know, talking about his uh, new album that's out and, you know, all that stuff. And um, so last week I kind of was like, yeah, the wife went online and she posted about how, you know, basically he's a cheater and she's not going to lie from him anymore and kind of aired him out. Um, I always kind of, I get feedback sometimes from people that like, they feel that I'm a, a man basher sometimes, which I'm absolutely not. Cause I talk about women on here too. If I feel like people are wrong. Right. I just don't like, you know, um, to say like one person word is, is bond because it's always like two different stories and then the real story and everything else. Like, I mean, obviously if she's saying you cheated on her, then that's what she's saying or whatever. But last week I didn't really want to go too far in depth because it was kind of like, Oh, I didn't really want to, you know, talk about it. Um, with, yeah, I don't know, you know, cause we don't fucking know what these celebrities, you know, I'm just, I'm just talking my shit, but I, I don't know, you know, but this week she did file for a divorce and apparently Neo has fathered a child by somebody else. Now I will say this, like with Neo's track record, um, I'm trying to think what the hell was his, um, uh, his ex-wife. Um, I can't remember where her name was, but she spoke out, you know, I watched a show that she was on about like how, you know, they were together and, you know, they had two kids and he was all like, yeah, you need to get your tubes tied. And she got her tubes tied and like burned because he was like, you know, I don't want any more kids. And, uh, I'm good. And she was like, you know, she did it because they were married and, you know, she felt like they'll be together forever. And, you know, he asked her to and all of that. And then apparently like he was cheating on her. Um, I want to say with crystal, you know, and then he left her, he left his wife for, for the new wife, um, where he went on to have 
three three more children, you know. And it left the other woman like really fucked up because she was just like, Well, I mean, you know, it's fucked up. I always thought about that with with Neo because like just that always came into my mind, you know, because I was like, damn, that's really fucked up. And so now, you know, you got this scenario and here's the thing. Like, I think that as much as I talk about like mental health and I talk about like growth and things like that, I think that you can, it's, it's possible that you can have a relationship where you have been toxic in the past and you can meet somebody that pulls something out of you to where you're not. You know, I've had relationships where I haven't always been the most perfect person in the world. Like I have cheated in relationships before and you know, the relationship that I'm in now, I've never cheated. So, you know, and also I'm older now too, but I think that it is possible that you can be one way with a, with a person, you can meet somebody and they can make you feel differently, you know, make you act differently or make you, you know, elevate yourself. So do I think it's possible? Yes. Um, but obviously in this case, you know, um, it was still some of that going on. And that's what I was saying in regards to that. Like I by no way judge, right. What people are doing, but I will say like, if you know that you cannot be faithful just with one person, like you have to be honest and say that, like, I think people would get like shit will probably get along a lot more. Your marriages probably last a lot longer if you just be completely transparent from the beginning, like give somebody an option on whether or not they want to be with you or not. Like if your ass can't be monogamous from jump, you need to tell that person that, you know, you, I think you need to tell them that, you know, where you are with it. You just, you can't be monogamous. And I, I and it doesn't work with everyone. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going to have some, some people, men or women that's like, nah, like, you know, this is what I envision for myself. This is what I want for myself. Like I want to be with just one person. I want my partner to just be with me. And then you have some people that's like, yo, you know, so how would you like this to go down? Like, how would you want to define our relationship? Like, and believe it or not, people just don't really talk about it. It actually is a lot of people out here that have open situations, you know what I'm saying? Or arrangements with their person and a lot of times I think people don't talk about it is because they feel like, because we have such this like societal norms, you know, and quote unquote, what, what is normal, what should be okay. But your relationship and how you define, how you define yourself inside of it is based on you and the other person and what y'all got going on. And a lot of times you don't really hear shit because people, you know, be embarrassed, don't want to talk about it, but that don't mean that these arrangements and things like that don't happen and that it doesn't work and functionally work with the other person. Because everybody don't, I don't, I think that monogamy is something that, you know, it strives from or originates from like, you know, religion and things like that. And like how you might be raised and everything else, but everybody don't have to subscribe to the same thing and to the same mindset, you know? Um, so yeah, I think that obviously maybe he might be in a space where he can't be monogamous or he might be in a space where he don't want to be or whatever may be the case. But I think that if people were more honest up front, you might actually get some of the things that you want or need for yourself instead of using the guise of, Oh, it's just you when you know that it's not going to just be that one person. You know, I do think that you can have even sexual relations with other people and it with no feelings attached, you know, for some people they can do that. So I don't know, but apparently, you know, he, he followed another kid and yeah, I don't know. But, um, I hate that when stuff plays out 
online and the media because it is children involved and things like that. But I, I also feel like that sometimes, you know, um, people have the process they hurt and that shit come out in so many different ways and who knows how it's going to come out. And so it just is what it is, you know? Um, I don't know. So I had three more topics, I guess I'm gonna go over now. Let's talk about Blueface. Now I don't know Blueface. I don't listen to his music. I only really know him because he's always in the media with antics about him fighting somebody or fighting his mama and sister, throwing them out or this, this girlfriend, Christiana, whatever her hell her name is like, you know, she stole his car and the girl got one tooth missing in the front. And, you know, they seem like they got this crazy toxic relationship Well, this week. I'm just sitting here looking and they got into a damn fight on the side of the road, uh, on the sidewalk. And I mean, it's crazy. And I, I didn't really like watch it, watch it. Like I kind of semi watched it. Cause I don't really like watching videos of people doing crazy shit with each other and fighting and all that stuff. It's not really my thing. Um, I talked about that before. I feel like these videos is just trauma, you know, when you watch stuff like that and it's disgusting to see, um, on both parts because she was hitting him, he was hitting her, you know, and, um, they seem like they have a really toxic fucking situation with each other. And, um, it's scary though, because the girl was like that she basically ain't going to leave him alone. And I don't know. And he's, and he's saying later that he wants her to leave him alone and stuff like that is scary. And we put stuff in the media and you look at it and everybody's like, you know, reposting the video of them fighting and talking about it. But what happens when this shit go completely left and somebody is no longer here? You know, that's the thing about like domestic violence, whether it's the woman hitting the man or the man hitting the woman or whatever the fuck the case, like that shit is not funny to me. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's cool to be posting this stuff and one, normalizing it, but two, like, I don't know, like they need to break up. Like anytime I see stuff like that and like, where you putting your hands on each other and whatever, whether it's a woman hitting a man or a man hitting a woman, like that shit shouldn't be happening. And if it does happen, um, a lot of stuff need to be some rethinking need to take place. Um, you know, I, I saw earlier today that, you know, he fathered another kid with his, um, with his, you know, mother of his other child. And so clearly it's a lot of bouncing around that's going on. He said that the Christian girl, uh, you know, was talking to a whole bunch of dudes, but I mean, obviously he's having sex outside the relationship too. So it seems very toxic. It seems really crazy. I don't see how people, I don't know, but domestic violence in any kind of capacity, it's not okay. You know, a woman hitting a man, is not okay. A man hitting a woman, is not okay. You know, both sides. And so hopefully, you know, they, they, they need to break up in my opinion. Um, all right. So I'm gonna close it out with some other stuff. So, uh, last week, Will Smith issued a video where he apologized to Chris Rock. I have a few things about that. Like, I think that Will Smith apology is genuine, right? Um, truly I do. Uh, you can see that he's sorry. I, I do think that, um, it was, you know, poor judgment on his part, you know, maybe in the moment, I think he just kind of snapped and did that. You know, he talked about how he didn't realize how much hurt that he caused other people and that Jada didn't make him do it. Cause I mean, Jayla, for whatever reason gets, um, villainized like a lot, you know, um, which is unfortunate. And 
I don't know, but hopefully when it comes to a point that Chris Rock is willing to talk and they get some kind of resolve or whatever, move forward. But I can commend him for being a man and saying that he's sorry because a lot of people can't apologize or own their shit. I, I like that he actually does own his stuff and, you know, acknowledge where he was wrong and, and acknowledge the people that he hurt. I will say this though. I think that when you're going through a healing process and you truly go through a healing process, it is, it, it's hard, you know, and, and, um, I did read Will Smith's book and he kind of talked about how, you know, he's kind of going through this process of healing and stuff. And when you're kind of like going through that, just that, the, just the process, right. Of purging and getting it all out. Like, um, it's not always easy, especially at the beginning and even in the middle, you know, where things like this can happen. And so I don't think that he owes another apology at this point. I think the apology was very clear. Um, he directly apologized. I mean, he apologized before too. And um, that's it. And I think whenever Chris Rock is willing to talk about it, they talk about it or whatever as men. But I can appreciate him saying sorry and saying sorry on a public platform, you know, because he didn't really have to necessarily even do that, you know, or come back and apologize again and, you know, extend it out to, you know, Chris Rock's family and everything else. So I do, I do feel like it's remorse there. I do think that he is sorry. And, um, I like Will Smith, man. And I think healing takes time. You know what I'm saying? Like none of us is perfect people at all, you know? And, um, and that's what imperfection looks like. And so it's just, you know, hopefully I hope that Will Smith has given himself grace because, you know, you made a mistake, you fucked up, you apologize, you move on. You know, that's how I look at it. Um, all right. So I'm going to finish it here with, um, so today I saw that Khloe Kardashian, I don't think I talked about this before. Um, it came out, you know, that she was expecting a child via surrogate with Tristan and everybody was calling her stupid and like raking her over the coals and everything else. Um, here's the thing though, that I want to give a different side to this. Like I'm not a Kardashian person, you know what I'm saying? I don't really follow their shit like that. Um, but I will say this, like when you go through where you're getting like egg retrievals and, uh, the process of all that, it is very difficult and grueling on a woman. Um, that shit is a lot that they go through. It's clear that when she thought that he was being faithful and they were together, that they were going through this process. And I, I personally think in my opinion that they had already fertilized the embryos and shit, like waiting for a surrogate. And, you know, then she decided to proceed with it. I, I feel like to me, I don't knock her for proceeding with it because I mean, the journey it takes to even get to that point is a lot and then finding a surrogate and all that other shit. Well, I will say is this though, personally, I don't knock her for, you know, deciding to go through and have another kid with him. Okay. But Tristan Thompson to me just got shit with him. You know what I'm saying? And you know, she said they like, they co-parent, he's a great father. And I believe that to be true, right? I believe that he probably is. It seems like he is, you know, but the reality is this though, like this dude, you know, is all over the place. Um, obviously he's a cheater. Obviously he has issues with that. And I will worry about the example that's being set for the children. And I think sometimes that people feel like, oh, well she has money and she good. She don't really need it for whatever. But you still want, I just feel like you still want the person that you father, you know, you, that father, 
that you had that you create a child with, I think that you want that person to be in alignment with your values and everything else because that shit matters. You know, like I don't I, I hope that he continues to figure out what he got going on and like, you know, he's in therapy or whatever and like his journey and what that looks like. But I mean he also has another kid with the with the young lady that he wanted to get an abortion that he that she has outwardly spoken and said that he does not do anything for. I think it's weird as a parent and as a man, when you pick and choose which childs that you want to pour into and which ones you don't, cause he definitely has like an eight month year old that he don't do shit for because he didn't want to have the baby. That speaks a lot about somebody's character. And so, um, maybe he is a good father. It's not for me to judge that. That would be where I personally wouldn't want to have another kid with him because I wouldn't want my kid to, you know, kind of see some of the bullshit that may come along with him. Because clearly it's bullshit that come along with him with being involved with him and how much he's embarrassed Chloe a million fucking times. But I think that in her mindset, I think that she was ready to have another kid. They went through this whole entire process. And I mean, the amount of stuff a woman has to do to do egg retrieval is a lot. Um, and I know money's not really an issue, but it is expensive too. Paying for a surrogate is very expensive too. Somebody carrying a child is very expensive. So it's probably a lot that was put in place to you know have all of this um, put together. And I think that when the decision was made to inseminate the surrogate, I think that was, I'm pretty sure they said that was before, you know, she knew about the infidelity and everything. So she pressed forward. I mean, what the fuck was she supposed to do at that point? You know, not have a child. So I don't know. I don't, I don't judge it. I, I more so feel like, you know, as long as she not dating him, you know what I'm saying? And like, whatever she got going on with herself, like hopefully she finds some peace within herself and go on her own healing journey, you know? Um, to just kind of, cause I don't know. And something with Chloe, like to me, I feel like it's some brokenness there, somewhere up in there. I mean, even down to the chopping and screwing of herself. I, I don't know, but, um, I can kind of understand why she went through with having the baby though. You know, they, that family is really big on having the same parent. And so, you know, I can kind of see how that transpired, but you know, they did welcome a baby boy. So I don't know, but I will be hesitant with doing anything with him. Um, because he has poor character and I question his values. And I just feel like, how would that translate to my kids for the rest of their life? Like when they're young, you know, yeah, they're cute and everything, but like, no, like, what are you going on to teach my child? Like what values are you going to pour into them? Because clearly some of these values aren't important to you right now in present day. I don't know. That's stuff I think about though. Um, I think everybody should, but, um, yeah, so that's all I had today for the deep dive. We went over a lot. Um, I love when we had these episodes, and today was a day that I'm like, you know, let's talk, you know. So feel free to hit me up on social media. We can continue the conversations there. Uh, you can find me find me on Instagram at it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. You can find me on Twitter IGMT podcast. You can email me if you ever want part of the show, or if you want me part of the book club, IGMT podcast at gmail.com. Like always, I thank you so much for listening. It's Mika here, and I appreciate you.